What's going on? Welcome into episode 13 of the Gamer Sleep Podcast for Saturday, July 16th. I'm Larry, one of your hosts, alongside, as always, Harold. What's up, everybody? How's it going? And we've got Aaron along with us as well. Hello, hello, hello. Gentlemen, how are you doing on this fine, fine Saturday? Tired, but good. Tired, but good. That's how I can, that's how I can sum it up so far. I am COVID free and ready to flee. <laughs> I just, I mean, it just rhymes or are you really getting ready to flee somewhere? No, 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 no. I'm not ready to flee. No, no. <laughs> yep, I'm standing. Put. I'm staying put. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, what have you guys been up to? I haven't talked to you guys in a in a hot minute, Aaron. What uh, what have you been up to? I know you had your your Kingdom Hearts stream. What's been what's been going on in your life? Well, more Kingdom Hearts because I played for like five hours today. Did you finally trying to it? grind? No, <gasps> no, I did not beat it yet. Uh, I got stuck in the last boss. Tried probably twenty to thirty times on stream Friday, and it wasn't going to happen. So I decided that I was going to grind some off stream and work on the synthesis items and maybe make the ultimate weapon for the next stream. But that's going to be quite an undertaking, actually. Ooh, that I sounds like fun. five hours on it today already. And uh, I'm like halfway there. Listen, <laughs> I was having fun at your expense watching you, um, quote unquote, bash your head against the wall. I think it was fun. <laughs> and it seemed like the other folks in your stream had a fun time watching, too. Oh, yeah, everyone's having a great time for sure. Just when you name the stream the final stream of the game and you don't beat the game, it's kind of disointing on several levels. You're going to keep adding final every time until the you fi- actually The final get it. part two. The yeah, final, 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 final. Final the sequel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Harold, what have you been up to? I know you, obviously, uh, we know you've been out of commission. You were sick a little bit, but what's been going down? I, I took that time to kind of reflect and like plan some stuff out for us and, and my own uh, content just to like kind of sit where I and decide where I want to go with everything. Got a whiteboard nice. and did the, did the YouTuber thing and made a, a list of content. Well, the direction so, is up, right? We only move mm-hmm. up, right? And then to the moon. a whiteboard means that you're, you're serious. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. like the first step. It's all in. It's all in right there. You're taking your chips and just whiteboard, baby. <laughs> uh, as you guys know, and you guys were with me, thank you very much. Uh, my birthday week, we had the uh, the birthday stream on the Twitch channel, which was a ton of fun. Uh, just playing mm-hmm. a variety of different games. Um, got to uh, do a little bit of uh, top golfing for the birthday. And we had a... Uh, and some some friends in real life from Twitch as well in attendance, which was a, a fun time. Uh, beyond that, I mean, it's just been playing games, working. You know, you know how it goes. Um, we got a fun show though coming up. There's a lot of stuff mm-hmm. to talk about. Video oh, games. Yeah. Video games. <laughs> so my first thing I wanted to bring up, and I think this is kind of. Uh, Kind of a weird one because we have feelings about it. So I, I recently saw that Skull and Bones got a release date, an actual release date, which I believe is November 8th of this year. 
Mm-hmm. How long ago was it that we heard about Skull and Bones? How many years? Uh, you don't really have oh, to know. Oh, gosh. That's rhetorical, really. It's been a really, while. I don't really pay attention to pirate-oriented games outside of... Uh, game, uh, not gamers, say, but... Sea of Thieves? <laughs> well, that's right. the thing. Sea of Thieves got there kind of first in terms of the dedicated pirate game. I think in order to make it work that it will have to blow Sea of Thieves out of the water. Uh, I see what you did there. (laughs) Bam! (laughs) I just... Can it be a better Sea of Thieves? I mean, I know it's based on like the Black Flag stuff originally. I don't know if it's been totally overhauled since then or what, but what is it going to do to draw people away from Sea of Thieves? Or get people to play it that Sea of Thieves couldn't do. Super That's high realistic. Right, the right. water looks like crap. It doesn't <laughs> look as good as Sea of Thieves water. That's for sure. And if there's a way to like really compare a pirate game is how does your water look? I, I, I just don't know. I mean, when, when it was first announced and it was kind of, I guess, competing in that realm with Sea of Thieves, it made me wonder like, okay, cool. Yeah. Hyper realistic, mm-hmm. something like that. That makes me, that makes me like really intrigued. But now that Sea of Thieves has been out for a while and you kind of can look at the two side by side, I, it's got to really have something to hook me in. And it, it, it's got a little bit of like the that Assassin's Creed look to it. You know, they got the yeah. birds on the on the peaks showing you where your requests are and stuff like that. You've got different types of ships, you know, mm-hmm. I, so that you have different like almost class types of ship. And that's pretty cool. So if you're playing yeah. around with friends, like you got somebody who's like a merchant ship so they can carry more stuff. Someone who's a little more uh, battle oriented. That that's pretty neat, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it has tons of potential. I just need to see like it's been in development for like what? Eight years, nine years at this point, probably. And see if he has just been chugging along, adding more, doing more, building more and getting a better and better reputation. Meanwhile, this game is like announced 10 years ago. Yeah, we're doing it, guys. Let's go. And then nothing. And then we're back and we're supposed to be excited again. Yeah. Do you think that they kind of delayed Skull and Bones a little more to put it on the newer consoles? Or do you think that just naturally happened because they weren't exactly ready? I don't know. Uh, I I think it's just hard to compete with Sea of Thieves. Like Atlas tried to do it. And then Atlas was like tanked almost like. Six months in, there's still players on it, but like I don't ever see anybody actually playing the game. Right. Yeah, it's a it's a real tricky situation because like why? Why? What compels me to jump into Skull and Bones? Right. On the one hand, you got a lighthearted kind of like goofier take on pirates with with Sea of Thieves. But forgive me like because i haven't played it in a little while it's been a minute since we all jumped in together but i always kind of feel like sea of thieves is a little empty if skull and bones can provide a meaningful gaming loop right Mm -hmm. and how how much can you really do if it's going to keep it open the way sea of thieves is right you know what what's bringing me in what's bringing somebody else in is it more of a simulation if it is it more or you know more RPG esque with your, with your progression. That's what I, that's what I want to know. 
and I haven't found that out I, yet. I think it would be nice to add like a, like, um, you know how they had like a valor setting in some games. Like there is a pirate code, like to fo- actually follow pirate code. Oh, I see where like you're going with together that. Together with other people instead of just straight attacking like in Sea and Thieves. Yeah, yeah. I, I did that see. That would be nice. I did see that there was a function for when, like, say, for instance, you're you're sailing around and you see someone else playing, you can actually invite them to group up with you. Yeah. So you kind of you can easily at least state your intentions. Like on Sea of Thieves, I sail down the I sail down and then I see someone else and I'm immediately like, fuck, <laughs> they're going to try right. to sink me. And I think. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. better exploration would probably be. Uh. More land masses, more vast areas to explore on foot would be great. See, okay. but have we have we seen anything? I mean, I I have seen barely none of this game. Have we seen any on foot gameplay, or has it all been ship gameplay? They show a very small amount of actual on foot traversal, which is really just walking up to merchants, um, right? A la Sea of Thieves, right? And but you're actually seeing a, your character. It looks a little janky from what I expect, but if it's a Ubisoft game and it's kind of done in the vein of Assassin's Creed, it should be fine. But I don't know anything about traversal like outside of it. Where Sea of Thieves, you get off your, your your ship, you can fight things with your sword, you can shoot things with a gun. Do they have that going on with this? You know, I imagine they would because it's not all naval combat. You know, you've got right. to you gotta go after your booty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and collect get it back for your ship. <laughs> I, I, I find Sea of Thieves a little bit tedious though like sometimes i love the game don't get me wrong i love playing sea of thieves but it is a bit tedious when it comes to like missions it's just like go here fight hordes collect loot go back so yeah i mean it's the mmo loot more or less go get me Mm -hmm. five rabbit's feet go get me six links pelts and come back and i'll give you a reward like what would keep what would keep me coming back is Different experiences of a more vast open world with more um, intuitive intuitive missions and stuff like that. Yeah, I I would love to see I would love to see like compelling stories, and that brings me to things like thinking about like The Witcher, where you know it's a, a big scope of a game there's like a it's a big world but you have these tiny little stories that are really interesting and things that you can find and i think that's something that could hook me into that you know mm-hmm. a little more hyper realistic might scare me away because i like how lighthearted sea of thieves is yet if you can bring something intricate that makes me care about you know my ship my crew you know, someone else's ship, someone else's crew, that would be awesome. I, I, I am intrigued in the sense that they have a crew that's on your ship and mm-hmm. you can actually, you they can get pissed off and mutiny against you if you're not taking care of them and feeding them and collecting and crafting and things like that. So that's a neat aspect. Uh, I don't know. What are, what are your feelings? Yeah. What are your feelings on that? And do you think, do you think that that's something you don't even want to bother with? I want a mutiny speed run. See how long it takes them to throw me off the ship. <laughs> <laughs> mutiny speed run see that yep. and stuff like that could be fun but like I, I don't know if what you're looking for larry is going to be in this game because you're comparing a narrative you play through game a la witcher 3 versus a game that is seeming to be make your own story make yeah, have you have your own experiences you make a good point and i might be looking like for that, something different like, 
Right. This seems like go play Black Flag then. Like enjoy. Like, but right. this seems more like kind of what they were trying to do with Destiny originally. Like, oh, every item will have a story that you can remember to. Everything going on, like make your own story, make your own legend. Mm-hmm. Right. But I haven't seen enough of this game to know what which way they're going because there is a single player campaign, right? Like, okay. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, there's a single player campaign or an online play. So that you might get what you want since there's a single player campaign. Yeah, you know, like one of my one of my favorites. I love uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And the things that I love about that was getting like armor sets. You know, if I could if I can get sets for my ship, for instance, you know, or change the crew up that I think that would be pretty sick. And I think that would be up my alley because I enjoy collecting. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like totally. A, a, that. Sh- shiny things are awesome, and that—that's something that Sea of Thieves, I think, lacks at the moment. Yeah, I'd agree with that. There doesn't seem much to be in. I mean, I weapon know, skins enough, are nice. But, yeah, weapon but skins are nice, but weapon skins, though, mm-hmm. not different weapons, right? Right. Or if you do get weapons, they're very temporary. Like you either have to sell them or leave them eventually. Yeah. Yeah. So. Guys, you know, I uh, I got a little bit overzealous there. I got right into the topic of Skull and Bones because it was top of mind. And you know what I forgot? <laughs> you you what, know what I forgot? What did you forget, Larry? The Gamer Sleep patented random fact of the day. Ta-da. All right. <laughs> uh, if you're ready, if you're, if you're ready, I'm ready. I was so, born ready. <clears throat> uh, did you know that Americans have a troubling understanding of computer code? According to a 2014 study conducted by Voucher Cloud and published by the Los Angeles Times, one in nine Americans think that HTML is actually a disease. Mm, that's painful. That is I mean, painful to hear. It could be a disease. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, like, yeah, we just talked about video games. And mm-hmm. now I don't want to live on this planet anymore. <laughs> right. Right. Like, uh, I mean, when, uh, I mean, this was in 2014. God. How much has that number grown? I don't hopefully, know. Hopefully more people know about what HTML is now than they did then. Hopefully. I think, I think if you ask them, they might be like Hotmail. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I still have my Hotmail account. The, oh, the yeah. background that I, I have, the background that I have, it was not uncommon for people to really not, not know their stuff tech tech wise. So like a common thing I would get would be like, oh, yeah, I don't know what happened. I put the you know, I, I put the US the, the thing in the UBS port and I, what it, it's a USB the, what, the, where? the who <laughs> and the brain of the computer isn't working. You know what I mean? Like. So this kind of doesn't surprise me, but it's cool to know HTML. You could probably scare somebody. Hey, <laughs> don't get your HTML on me. Man, I think you heard about the new HTML six. Crazy <laughs> shit right there. <laughs> uh, oh god. Uh, we probably got some folks that we know within our sphere that um, are gonna be like shaking their head and eye rolling at that too. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. 
I mean, just because you're into games doesn't mean you're into tech as a whole. So, oh no, for sure, for sure. You got that's, the people uh, that I play Madden. That's all I play. So, <laughs> hey, I used that used to be me. <laughs> My original Xbox. I only played Madden 11 for like ever. I'm gonna call you out because you played Left 4 Dead on that thing nonstop. Hey, that was 360 when I had the OG Xbox. It was only Madden. All right, all right. Maybe I'll let that slide then. Occasionally, Merwin. Oh man, what did I play on my original Xbox? Halo Two. I think that's. Uh, I think oh, that's man. just about the only game I really enjoyed playing a ton. That was the fun time when everyone's like, "Don't peek at my screen! Don't peek at my screen!" <laughs> like, bro, I know you're peeking at mine. Just chill out. I never owned an Xbox. Any? Well, I owned a 360 for like 360. three weeks. For like three weeks, and I sold it. Yo, a, uh, a, a quick sidebar on the uh, original Xbox, the OG Xbox. As I brought up Halo 2, I actually just remembered they're going to be apparently releasing the, the playable Halo 2 demo like that when they announced Halo 2. It was something that you actually couldn't play because it changed, I guess. But apparently that's going to be released so you can actually play it. I think it's going to be PC only. It's not going to be on console or anything like that. So take that with a grain of salt i think it's just difficult Four, to to actually 49 what <laughs> 4999 oh well probably probably but i think that's kind of neat that they're going back and didn't you know throwing that on you know but that was a quick sidebar i mean i don't really have any feelings about that one way or another because i got I everything think, i wanted out of halo 2 i think right. 343 is doing whatever they're trying to do to stay afloat right now because infinite <sighs> only has like 800 players right now Nick yeah. Burke straight went off on three four three for being so like so trashy with this game. They like we could have had a great game and they just didn't care. They had too much pride. Uh, yeah. And they've had an, already had their controversies with that game and their issues. There's been some really not great stuff from three four three with Infinite. So Well, just in mm-hmm. general. People haven't been totally happy with their treatment of of the Halo series, unfortunately. And I, I have to admit, I am not I've not been really close to Halo in a decently long time. You know, it's yeah. it's been it's been a long time since I've really cared about it. And playing Halo Infinite, I just dropped off of it. I didn't even touch multiplayer because I was you, know, you finished the campaign because I know no. you played it on yeah, I was playing it on stream and then I just stopped. I was playing it on I, a higher difficulty, so it got a little frustrating. That game is more difficult than I think it ever needs to be, but at the same time, it it just wasn't it wasn't hitting the spot for me. My thing is o- ODST was the last like felt natural movement game for me. After that, everything got super clunky and super slow and it's like, "Oh, well you're in space." You're in a spacesuit. It's going to be clunky. I was like, why weren't the other games like that? Right. You know, I, uh, you know, I I'm I'm glad you brought up ODST too. And uh, go ahead, Aaron. You can you can. Put I was, was going to say, if you want to play a game that feels like Halo, it's Destiny. Like it literally is. It feels like old Halo. Yeah, I know. Like, I I liked Destiny. I just Destiny got super like repetitive there for a minute. Mm-hmm. It got super dry, and I was like. I'm backing out on this because I, I played it like I played all up all the way up until the um, I can't think of the DLC name. There was uh, like seven, so I don't blame you. Yeah, it's like the fourth one. 
I played that, and then it just like it's just I'm not gonna pay for DLC anymore. It's too repetitive. It's just getting old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now I have a soft spot in my heart for like going back to ODST. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't give that game a shot when it was brand new because it was a Master Chief. And then you know how you you come across like an album, like a, an artist that comes out with a new album, and you're like, nope, don't like that. But then you mm-hmm. revisit that same album later, and you really enjoy it. That's ODST. That was uh, that was uh, the new Bring Me the Horizon stuff for me. <laughs> I can understand that, but I it's like, like oh, I used to be like I used to be like metal only. I'm a metal supremist, and then I was like. Hey man, uh, this techno shit kind of slaps. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> see, see the light. See the EDM light. Right, right. Your tastes can change, and I think mm-hmm. it had such a such an awesome arc. You know, just a very personal touch, and we're kind of losing that in the Halo series. And then we oh, can yeah. also make fun of we can also make fun of Bungie because we want to leave for our creative freedoms, and then they join up with PlayStation. Yeah, but to defend that as the PlayStation fanboy here, PlayStation said, yeah, we're not going to bug them. We own yeah. them, but we're going to let them do their thing. And and that's good. That's what, they should do that. I think that's what most like umbrella parent companies are doing right now. Mm-hmm. They're like gaming is so dry right now. People are going back to board games like because video gaming like is the, so dry right now. Like the new Wordle board game that you can pre-order for 20 bucks. You want to play Wordle in a physical form? Why not? The valley we're in right Why? now. For, the valley we are in for video gaming right now. I mean, well, Elden Ring took the heat out of everyone's fire. and was like, focus on me and still has. Oh, yeah. It had some like really impressive like sales numbers. Like it performed ridiculously well. Oh, yeah. But that's that's uh, and now and everything else feels empty. <laughs> but like Modern Warfare Two, I'm I'm hyped for that. I'm gonna get the actual game. I'm gonna play Warzone Two when it drops. I'm gonna do all that. But like everything else, just seems like uh, it's it's dry. Like I'm just I don't know. It's like I mean, fatiguing. It's very fatiguing. I mean, I will point out we are in the dead of summer, which is video game dead time. It is the next Absolutely. hype time is you got two hype time for video games every year. And that is end of quarter one in March. And you got mm-hmm. fall Christmas and spring. The rest is dead. I, I, what? I don't even think this it's, I don't, go on. It's not even this year. It's just like in general, like the last few years, it seemed kind of, yeah, there's games that come out, but like they, they're fast sizzlers. They burn out really fast. Well, and it's just like, <laughs> And that could be several things. Keep in mind the pandemic, of course, yeah. really put a, the brakes on a lot of game development. And also your tastes might just be changing. You have more p- different priorities at this point. You have different things going on. But like, go on. I was going to say, like, I'm excited this fall already for like, we've got the new God of War. We've got the new Pokemon. We've got the new Modern mm-hmm. Warfare. There's a lot of hype coming into the fall already. And there's more to be announced. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of good yeah, stuff but, coming out in the fall. But that's also stuff that's always grabbed people. It's like there's always the fan base. I'm talking like I I feel like I need something new in my life. Something that is going to like not make everything seem so 
like taxing on me. Like it's there's, bringing myself there, to game sometimes. It's just like, man. There's a couple layers that we can bring into that, Harry, too. I mean, it's it's good that you bring that up. And he, like, I kind of want to touch on that in two different on two different levels. And bringing up Call of Duty, for instance, too, I, I read some stuff that is kind of to me, it, it kind of raises a flag for like parts of the gaming industry as a whole. And it and I think this was written in a way that really provoked my thought process of like, OK, you know, for now, things are good. You know, are the games that we want, the games that we get, they're fantastic, things like that. But um, Call of Duty, you know, recently, I think there was there's like a report that I read that was like there's a high attrition rate over at Infinity Ward. They're losing a lot of people because there is like actually like planned crunch time. And for those of you listening who are like not familiar with what like crunch is like mandatory crunch while creating a video game. It's when, you know, your workers, your, your, your developers have to put in way more time than is humanly necessary, you know, to, to, to finish a game and to polish mm-hmm. off a game. We get, we get to play these games. We put it down. We call it trash, whatever it might be in two seconds, but they put in so much time. And this leads to all kinds of turnover. These people leave the company that makes the games that we love. How is that going to like they just lose that will to want to do that much in the same way that we lose our will to want to actually game like Mm -hmm. what what are your thoughts like for me it worries me about like the state of I think there's always talent there's always people that want to jump in but how do you think that changes the landscape for us going forward. I mean you gotta look at it from two different perspectives because as gamers we have the indie aspect of it. We have like the triple a titles, which are lacking. Like they're, I think most of them are at the end of the rope. They're, they're like, eh, Pokemon is different. I wouldn't say that for Pokemon because Pokemon always, always delivers. And they're also but, iterating too, in a way that's actually coming up as fresh too. See, and I, and when you say that, I want to bring up like, like I mentioned, God of war, the God of war, the most recent one, was an amazing soft reboot of that franchise. Okay. It felt so good. It felt so fresh. It revitalized that series like few games have when they've done a soft reboot, quote unquote, even though it's a direct sequel. Okay. I, I will classify this one bad Modern game War. away. One bad game away. God of War is one bad game away of ma- never making games again. I have a hard disagree with that one, my friend. If they make a game that tanks hard enough, no one's going to want it. Oh, well, I'm You're not, not guessing. But the fact of the matter is there's, there's that. The die, there's the diehard fans. I, I will say that. Well, yeah, no, there are well, the diehards. I'm just saying, like, God of War had three bad games in its earliest, in its earlier edition, and it kept going. It, God of War, don't, tell any God, don't tell any God of War fans that. Okay, but I will say this. God of War the PSP is like games were bad. I will say God of War is like pizza. Even when it's bad, it's good. All right, fair. But you know what? I feel like Call of Duty should have taken more time off. Exactly, but that, I'm saying... That's old and tired. What's keeping them going is that they're the money that the company has behind it. Um, what I'm talking about is most games are that don't have huge IPs throughout the last 15 years. They are one bad game away. They are one bad game away from being done. 
Yeah, you only have so much good faith that can stretch across in a fan base. And as you continually, you know, disappoint or or under under deliver on something, you know, your fan base starts to say, all right, what else can we focus our attention on? And right. and I say that I say that kind of as a blanket statement, because I think the closest thing we can say is that the the Halo community is, you know, staunch enough that the diehards of the Halo community enjoy what they have, but they want mm-hmm. something more. They want something a little more, um, I guess, true to their expectation of the of the franchise. And and Call of Duty oh, yeah. is formulaic in the sense that as long as it works, people will play it. Mm-hmm. But that same interest, this is why they actually even they were saying they were going to take some time off. You know, it's going to mm-hmm. be a couple of years before the next iteration. And it's because, yeah, we're, we're getting a little bit of that fatigue. You know, we're getting a mm-hmm. little bit of that, like that gaming fatigue setting in on these franchises that are year over year. I mean, yep. just nod your head if you agree, you know? Right, right. I mean, and, and I'll agree to what you're saying in a sense there, Harry. I want to say God of War is in that wheelhouse, but I would say like Mass Effect is like Andromeda was terrible. If the next yep. Mass Effect game is terrible, they're done. Yeah, if you talk even Fallout, Fallout Four, kind of seen as mediocre within the fan yeah. base compared to New yeah. Vegas and Three. Compared to New Vegas and Three, okay. Well, I, and then, well, then seventy six was even further down on that. Right, so if what the I Fallout said, Five is bad, then mm, well, I, I'm right there with you. What I said, I might have misspoke, but some what I mean, what I mean is some IPs are like don't do not apply. Some IPs will right. be there. Right. I think, be, yeah. Yeah. There, there are exceptions. Uh, I do believe if Starfield does not do well and then Elder Scroll, I mean, Fallout 5 completely tanks too. Wait, I, I don't, is done? I don't think that they will be as regarded. I don't, I'm not, I'm not talking about like completely done. I'm talking about like the view of the eye of the, it would be a fall from grace for sure. You know, at the oh, current yeah. time, at the current time, you know, you think about a lot of these studios, these developers, publishers, publishers in the eyes of us as gamers are the, like kind of a big bad, like <laughs> they're the ones forcing the hands for the developers. And if the game's bad, blah, the publisher only wants money uh, in the terms of the developers. You know, it, it, it's a shame when you see that, you know, when they work hard on something, you get something like, for instance, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is going to come out and hopefully it's not like crap, but you know, it's going to happen. You know, It's going to mm-hmm. come out and all right, you're going to get one of two reactions. The people that absolutely love it, don't care. Like it's fantastic. It's the best thing I've ever played. And then the other people who are like, this is broken. It's trash. I hate this. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. You're always going to get that no matter what. what, but people will still play that franchise because it's, it's got that hook, you know? See, and I'm going to, I'm going to wind up playing the game. I know, but I got to ask this question based on like games with little to no iteration. Is this the second or third call of duty called modern warfare Two? I honestly this, don't know at this point. This, is this would second. be the second. So yeah. this is call of duty, modern warfare two again. Yeah. Correct well, me if I'm, yeah, where, correct me where, if I'm wrong. They had modern warfare two, which was old tech on like Xbox 360, right? right. Revolutionary. That game was fantastic. That game was then, fantastic. Then they remade it. They just like remastered it, right? If am I am I wrong there, Hair? There was a. I think there was. Yeah, a there's a remake. Remaster. Yeah, 
There's a there's yeah, a remaster. There was a remaster remake. Okay, yeah. And now they updated and now, completely. And now this is an entirely different game that just also happens to be called Modern Warfare Two. Yep. I, I'm sure they'll. I'm sure, I'm sure they'll pepper pepper in some DLC maps where it's. Yeah, yeah. I think they're working based off of the off of that love for Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two for sure. Yeah, I know, but just why why not have an original name? I mean, po- a lot of popular IPs are doing that right now. Look at Skate, for mm-hmm. instance. Skate's just yeah. going skate. Yeah, but there was also a skate. Yep, that's beforehand. see, that's that's different to me because this feels like a reboot of the entire series. That's what this is, though. Modern Warfare One was a reboot. Yeah, all right, you got me. I'll I'll lay down and take that hit. You got me there, but it but, just I mean, feels tasteless in this. Oh yeah, Call, oh, Call yeah. of Duty Modern Warfare Two is not going to be free to play and cross play and cross progression now, is it? No, you it is look not. At the developers. You got to look at the developers. Back in the day, we were like, "Oh yeah, this is awesome. I love this developer." Now it's just like, mm. remember okay. the fanboyism that was like, "Nah, I prefer the Infinity Ward games." Like, oh yeah, I do. Oh mm. my goodness. And then once you, once we got into like like the first Call of Duty Black Ops, I think that was like the last Call of Duty that I really enjoyed and and played a lot. Like that first. Oh my goodness. Uh, and it, it was weird because it was a uh, Treyarch, right? now you have sledgehammer and those are bad um <laughs> but it's uh it's man bringing it back to that i think i prefer the treyarch games over the infinity ward games now that i think about it world at war was great world at war was fun i think i dropped off pretty hard after modern warfare 2 honestly i never played black yeah. ops i never played ghosts or anything after that but then mm-hmm. i got really really heavily into Warzone with some friends but I never bought anything. I played free to play Warzone. Yeah. Maybe bought one battle pass and then played enough to carry me through. Like, right, right. And but, I, and I'm with you. I'm with you there too. I just I store, sort of regressed from playing multiplayer and stuff like that to enjoying the single player aspects of that game and even then I dropped off of that because it just it's it it it, it gives me what I want to talk about at this point in time, which is like just gaming fatigue, that exhaustion. I think that we all get through as a right. point. And now I don't, I don't want to bring that down, like bring the vibe of the of the cast down. But gaming fatigue is a real thing, and I think some of that it happens on the development side because you're putting out the same thing, the same thing, the same thing, and it happens to us as the folks who consume it, right? Right, totally. It's but, uh, it it just saps your will to want to enjoy the thing that you like became passionate about i've fought that fight for a while just being exhausted like missing the hobby missing the feel that it used to give me and trying to recapture that but then you always wind up trying to recapture that feeling by playing a game you've already played instead of trying something new and that's been my issue right right i think a lot of it for like think about like you have like that that annoying like you turn on netflix and you want to watch something but you can't pick out what you want to watch so you're scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling only to find four hours have gone by you haven't watched a thing right i don't have have that issue (laughs) i have the issue of people sitting next to me that i know don't want to watch what the walking dead (laughs) rewatch the walking dead (laughs) (laughs) that's that's me (laughs) 
<laughs> or, or we swing into my issue where I've not watched Thor. I've not watched Obi-Wan. I've not watched Stranger Things. But I have watched 700 episodes of One Piece this year. Damn you it. I, at this point, you're just bragging. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, finally gave One Piece a shot. I'm loving it. And I'm 700 episodes in. You, so here we to, are. When it comes to modern pop culture, you are right now, TV wise, Internet Explorer. <laughs> Damn straight. Damn straight. I don't watch anything new. Not lying. Yeah, not, I, actually, the newest thing I've watched is probably Tuca and Birdie season two. But season three <laughs> just came out. Aaron, you know, I actually thought of you the other day when um, Denise and I went out. We went to um, we went to Rayaki to get some ramen. Oh, yeah. And and yeah, I went in there and that was the first time I was ever inside of one of their establishments and they have anime all over the walls. Heck yeah. And and I was like sitting directly next to like some one piece art. So who's the main character? Luffy? Luffy. Luffy. Is that your pre- OK? Yeah. See, I Luffy. don't know. I don't watch it. I don't watch it. But Monkey D. Like, Luffy. Quite literally, like his eyeballs and his mouth were just like right next to my head. And it's the most intense thing. <laughs> And it just it made me a little worried that I was going to have like a, a a bad belly reaction to my ramen because he's just like sitting there like, yeah, <laughs> but on the positive side, it was delicious. It was fantastic. And uh, and, it, and there was a good vibe in there. Uh, I wish I had a place like that around here. That sounds so cool. But yeah, I'm such a was, weeb. So, of course, I'd enjoy it. Dude, it had such an awesome My Hero Academia like that. My Hero Academia I've watched. And it had a really great, uh, I'm terrible with the characters' names, but it had a really great, uh, like, mural on half of the wall, like, across from us mm. of, um, of uh, Midoriya. And who's the, who's the little smiley guy who lost his powers? Uh, Mirio. Yeah. So, like, it had both of them. And the, art, it, the artwork was, like, fantastic. Like it was so like I wanted to run through a brick wall looking at ah. it because they're 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 kind of just like side by side like you know just like that's so just, cool uh, like a side profile running towards something which was neat. If you go if you go in there again, take some pictures. I want to see that. That sounds dope. Oh yeah, I will absolutely, absolutely. That's a, like I forgot that we went, but the second you mentioned One Piece, I was like, yep, I recognize that, and and I just recently saw that in my One real life so or every day. Could life. go on for hours about One Piece at this point. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it no no not you're here not, not the place you're not allowed to <laughs> no but no that's it like you just like to to bring it back i mean um you know i would just say like as uh, you know for listeners and and for you guys as well like if you've experienced something like like gaming exhaustion or like exhaustion for doing anything you know like there's a lot of factors i think that trigger you know that that paralysis of not wanting to do the thing that you liked previously whether that's watching shows whether that's playing games mm-hmm. whether that's exercising whatever it might be and you know i did a lot of reading on it recently you know just to kind of like kind of figure that out because even myself i've, I've had that issue of kind of burning out on things you know and right. it can be a, it can be really tricky like how you deal with that how that how that affects you as a kind of a person too and you know what the one common thing that most everyone was saying like helps like to to fight that what's that so you would think it would be just like take a break from it no it's 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 sleeping Mm -hmm. like just just sleeping like getting getting good sleep 
would end up helping you like overcome like that burnout and fatigue. Um, but to add a little extra layer to that too, is like, why, you know, why are you gaming, right? Are you gaming because, or, or enjoying whatever media it is or doing whatever hobby it is? Are you doing it out of obligation or are you doing it because you're compelled to, like you feel like you enjoy it, you know? And that's Mm -hmm. where you have to figure out like, okay, you know, it's like for me, like I jump on a mobile game because it's quick, it's enjoyable, it's whatever it might be, you know, like it, it gets my brain juices totally. going. Yeah, a quick little and hits then, of dopamine. Like, right, exactly. And sometimes like the long form video game doesn't do it. Why? Right. I, think, I think for <laughs> what we do, because all three of us are streamers. So I think for us, that is a big burnout for us sometimes too. It's like, I love this game, but I'm just burnt out from playing five streams of it. Right. Sure, sure. And then and then you got to like find, because I'm having this issue right now myself. It's like, there's all these games I want to revisit, finish up finally, or beat mm-hmm. finally, before the sequel comes out, or before, you know, it gets too old. And I'm like, oh, well, I should play that on stream. Well, I can't play everything on stream. Then I, I, I can't, poss- can't possibly get through my game log if I save everything for stream. So where do you draw the line? Like, what games do you play on stream? What games do you play for yourself? And how do you choose those games without burning out entirely? Right. Yeah, and it it really just comes down to again, like what's got you what's got you playing the game that you want to play? You know, is it is it a true enjoyment for it or is it an obligation? And I thought that was such an interesting, you know, like bit to read because it, it definitely makes you say like, huh, what, you know, I started gaming when I was a young kid and I think what did it for me was the, the sights and the sounds, you know, it was, right. you know, achieving something going through a game, you know, and, and, and where has that changed down the line? You know, becoming an adult, having responsibilities, things like that can kind of weigh on you and, and fatigue you in a different way. And do you have external sources right. that cause that issue? But I think that conversation goes so deep. It, it really you know? does. Because I was even like just scrolling on Reddit the other day and I saw a simple photo, a meme someone made pretty much. And it was a picture from Final Fantasy X. And the guy was like, I'm just chasing the feeling that I had when I played this for the first time. Yep. Right. Like, right. Yeah, but will you ever will you ever find another game that hits you like a game that blew your mind when you were twelve? Probably not. <laughs> Maybe you never know. And all it takes is all it takes is uh, some developer that's gone through crunch time <laughs> to create the thing <laughs> that makes you feel good. Oh God, crunch time! Honestly, right. I've probably said this before, but the one game that really did that for me, Guardians, dude. Guardians of the Galaxy hit me in that spot. It's just like. I you know, really love playing this game. I didn't stream it. I didn't want to stream it. I didn't want to like. I didn't want to sour that ex- that experience. I was just like, "This is mine. I want this." Yeah, you know, I'm I'm with you there, Harry. Because you know what, we had two. Not that we had two different experiences for it, but I think me streaming it kind of got in the way of some of my enjoyment of it because of right. the require the requirements of streaming. And it, it's it's just unspoken requirements. You know, I want to, if if I have you join in a stream of mine, I want to talk with you while you're yeah. here in my stream. And 
and something like Guardians of the Galaxy is such a, a fantastic piece of entertainment that it's more or less like watching a movie together. And that kind of put a little bit of a strain on me because I want to host you. I want, if you come to my stream and I'm playing Guardians of the Galaxy, I still want to talk with you. How are you doing? How are you doing? Come sit on the couch with me. Come come watch this, right. you know? That's the kind of vibe I want. And I couldn't really do that because, you know, the game was so fantastic. But it had me in the back of my head stressing out. So I didn't enjoy it as much as I think Harry did. And that that's the thing. I still haven't finished it. And I'm less compelled to go do that now because the next thing is coming out or this is happening. And, you know, and right. that puts like a little bit of like a like a strain on me because it's like, yeah, I love that game. That was a, like that was a big part of my uh, assessment, like. The COVID kind of put me in a dark place because I had a lot of, like I had a week off from work. I had a lot of plans to do with that week. And then Mm -hmm. right as it happened, I was just like, boom, COVID. And it's like, I was like, oh man, I want to do stuff, but I'm like sick, sick. And then I, that led to my body aching. And then I threw my back out because of that. And then I was just like, I was like, I'm going to take a couple of weeks off and just, really sit down and decide what to do. Like I, I love the fallout games. I love them so much that I could, I believe I could stream them mm-hmm. and make it and still love it for me and still try and be entertaining. And plus making a video, like a YouTube video, that would it'd be like 20 parts. And I don't think I want to do that on a YouTube video. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And see, I would honestly love to see you playing some Fallout. That and Wasteland. I think Wasteland Wasteland 3 was like really good. I enjoyed playing that too. But again, got a little tired of it. And that happens to me all the time. Right. And I think that's why I swung into I need something to stream. I need a lot of content. I'm going to start playing through Kingdom Hearts because I know the series. I've played through the games. And I can have fun with them, make fun of them, and also refresh the story in my own head. Yeah. I mean, but I don't think I can enjoy a game as much when I don't know the story, don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I'd want to be more into the story. But then I struggle in general because, well, if you're not playing story-based games on stream, then you're playing competitive games. And I don't like competitive games too much. Not so right. anyway. Right. You have to. You have to either be a borderline pro at the game or be a very good multitasker to stream a new game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like, I I totally get that. And I think on, on that aspect, it's, it's, it's one of those things where I I think multitasking, I think you hit the nail on the head Harry, because that enjoyment of the game is usually reserved for, you know, being you playing the game. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that, you know, especially for Guardians of the Galaxy, I wasn't even able to separate the, like, I've got folks here hanging out with me watching while I play this game. They're watching the game as I'm watching the game. Like, I don't, they don't need to hear me cracking jokes. They don't need to hear me doing any X, Y, or Z. They're here because they want to watch the game. They're hanging out. Yeah, they're just vibing. Exactly. But they're also and here that, for you. Yeah, but I'm right there. I'm right there with them. I'm enjoying it and I'm, I'm checking it out with them. You know, I think we have to be careful of getting, getting stuck in our own heads, you know, as streamers to just 
enjoy it, you know, and that's, mm-hmm. that's that, you know, that's, that's kind of like, I would be there for you, like watching Kingdom Hearts, like watching you enjoy it, watching you have commentary, watching you chat in, in like, and I'm just sitting there vibing and enjoying it. Like when it's the also, shoes on the other also, foot, I put that pressure on myself though, too. It's also a game that you've previously, previously completed. Am I correct? Kingdom Hearts? Yeah. Yeah. This would be like my third, fourth time beating it. Exactly. Yeah, so it's not like, <laughs> it's not like, it's not like you're new to it. You're just like, Oh, like in, in all like guardians, that was like, I wanted, I wanted to stream. I could probably go back and do it just a hundred percent it and like make myself like, Oh yeah. See that, and that can make, that can make some for some good content. Cause you'd be comfortable. You'd be relaxed. You'd be revisiting something you love. Exactly. But I want content. that. I want that ignition, ignition, uh, initial, like thought of the game to be mine. I don't that's want fair. to share like like a, a new game comes out. Yeah, that's awesome. Fifty people are going to be streaming it if it's a big game. Yeah, what? I don't want to sour it for myself. I want to be like, hey, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to enjoy this. Right. Yeah, but, it's almost better. It's almost better that way in that sense because you get to you get to create like a a core memory of something and. You, you know, if you do decide to share that with people at some point in time, yeah. you get to do that at your own comfortable pace and you know you're not missing out on anything. That's like me with Fallout. I've never played Fallout 4, but I'm comfortable enough with the franchise where I can be like, hey, I know this. I can do this. Like, I can be entertaining to my stream while also being entertained. I, I, yeah. It's, right. It's just, it's a difficult subject because I'm even thinking about that now with Pokemon. Like, Scar and Violet are coming out this November. Am I going to stream them? Most likely. Yeah, I mean, is that is that how I want to first experience it? Though, I wouldn't do it. I don't, like I don't know. I don't know. But do I also want to lose the chance to have that first experience be made into content? It's a hard. Or it's, it's, it's a. Or, it's or a. Just uh, not even so much that it's content, but that experience is shared with others too. Right. You know. Right. So is like. It, but here's or the question. Will that is it I- it like, go ahead, go ahead. It, I'm sorry. Is it an IP you're comfortable with? I mean, yeah. I mean, you are. You played every Pokemon game since Red, Blue, Green. Yeah. So it wouldn't really be. You still love it. Like you still get that enjoyment from playing it. Of course. No matter if you stream it, but like if you're playing, like saying you're going into treading new water. Like say you went and played Guardians. And that uh, was something new to you. I mean, I've done plenty of new experiences. My stream was Tunic. I played for the first time on stream and that was fun, but that was the kind of game that's good for that because of the exploration and the discovery and the mystery. Right. But with a game like Guardians, I don't think I'd have fun streaming it for the first time. Like, I, think I would enjoy a, it, but would it be more fun off stream? Most likely. I, I think I don't game to stream. I stream because I love gaming and I want to share my love of gaming with that's everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's like, I, yeah. I remind myself of that and bringing up guardians of the galaxy was one of those times where I, it, it, it definitely checks your, your mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, you that, gotta game, remember. that game definitely pulled on your heartstrings. It, it was there, but yeah, it was, absolutely. It was close to the chest. Yep. And it was hilarious the entire time. too. Yeah. See, uh, and it would be less emotional. But it's like, I want to play the Spider-Man Miles Morales. That's going to be an off stream game for me. 
because I just like the Spider-Man game so much. Oh, yeah. I, nah, that's for me. That that game's for me. Yeah. <laughs> so I get I'll that. definitely I'll definitely play the when the Spider-Man releases on PC, I will definitely play it through it myself, story mode. But I think I will come back to it to do like random rescue missions like how they do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I know I totally get that. I think you should have you should have experiences that are your own and you should have shared experiences and you pick and choose what those are. Um, and it's not and, like, yeah, go ahead. It's not like we're saying that we don't enjoy our communities. Like we, we, we appreciate every single one that comes in there. Oh yeah. It's, it's just, you can't, when you put your, everything out there of yourself, even like your passions and everything you're loving, then it starts to become working while trying to love it at the same time. You can't love your job. You know? You sure gotta, you can. Well, I mean, you know what I'm saying though. You can't like I get I get where mush, you're going. Mush those emotions together very well. You have to have some of the stuff that's yours. Private time. Personal stuff. Like this game is for my time, not mm-hmm. Yeah, I share I, like time. I, I I agree with that, and I think that even the folks listening would would kind of see it that way too. And and I think there's a there's a bullishness that you can have with that, you know, like a, a mentality of like like kind of like a reality TV star, mm-hmm. you know, like where everything is out there, your reactions are raw, everything is like out in the open, um, you know. And then you know, some folks are geared towards that, and I think that's that's totally fine too because that's how that's how people get the kind of the real you too, you know? Um, but at the same time, you know, you do have to have your private moments. You have, you do have to recharge your batteries. You do have to enjoy experiences. It's kind of like going out to see, you know, like, I don't know, a, like a monument or something like that. And instead of looking at it, you're, you know, directly, you're looking at it through your camera lens. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you're, yeah. you're not kind of in that moment. You're, you're viewing it through the camera to save it for later to, to view it again later. And you didn't really remember or, or capture all those moments the way you would, if you did it without a phone in front of your face, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah. I get what you're saying there. It's just, you got to find the balance though. Right. And figure out what's what for you personally. Like I watch a lot of anime. I read a lot of manga. I don't bring that up. That's more for me. I don't, yeah. there's an aspect of me that I keep a little bit more subdued. If it's brought up, I can talk about it. If someone asks me what I'm watching, I'll say what I'm watching unashamed. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not going to suddenly be like total weeb on Twitter and like nonstop <laughs> talk about monkey D Luffy and the will of D and blah, blah, blah. Cause most people aren't going to care. And that's just something I enjoy. So yeah, no, for sure. For sure. For sure. Uh, I think I think we like we hit on some good points there that, you know, there are other folks just like us out there, you know, and that probably feel the same way that have that same conversation at any given time. Um, But I think at the end of the day. I think it's safe to say that we all still come to the same end of Mm -hmm. still enjoying everything that we do, but continually growing coaching like learning and and supporting you know one another things like that and i think that's that's an important aspect of what makes us super resilient um as you know individuals that consume the content that is 
gaming, you know, mm-hmm. or, 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 you know, pop culture, things like that, you know? So, I mean, with that being said, like, how do you, how do you move on from a deep topic like this, guys? How the fun, lighthearted, uh, entertainment. Like we went straight into the, like, that was a dramatic, very, very like deep conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like bringing that bringing us out of that right let's 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 like dig out of that you guys hear like oh what are your what are your thoughts because i actually i i was picking your brain a little bit harry about this earlier and i i'm i'm taking us totally left but i saw like the the, the dr disrespect stuff that came out that um mm. his uh his studio midnight society uh the, their their new game project moon um kind of like has surfaced a little bit more you know they've got one of the call of duty guys robert bowling in there yeah. and they what did they define it as at this point it's, in time it was like a uh, let me pull that up right quick it's like a line shooter uh it's, it's gonna basically gonna be like tarkov with like a raid tower kind of like Raid Shadow Legends, and the player count of Call of Duty, basically. Well, mod- well, Warzone. So I think one of my things is, you know, as uh, Dr. Disrespect as a creator, obviously he has a ton of popularity. He's got a lot of cachet, you know, with, with I guess, fans and, and, and in the gaming world alike, you know. Uh, do you, you Do you think that, this stands a chance. You think this could be like one of the next big things? Oh, most this likely. A, could this be like a, a hot take or do you think this is a given that it can be a success? I, I think that the team that he has put together knows what they are doing. I, I mean, it's the first game, so it's going to be taken with a grain of salt. Yeah. So, if they pull it off, I think it could be interesting. I think it could be a good, a good time, because it says it's like a, a central extraction. There's a central extraction mechanic, so that's like Tarkov. There's like a tower you can go up to and like keep going and keep going. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm gonna be the voice of doubt in this scenario here, and I'm worried that this is a cash grab. And this okay. game is going to flounder and disappear in a year after its release. Really? Because okay. Of how he's monetizing bug testing. He's monetizing bug testing. You buy an entry form now, you get to play the game and report bugs. You have to pay for the opportunity to report bugs. And then they just have to throw in there, well, you get a free avatar that's also an NFT. It's like, really? <laughs> really? This is where we're going? And you want me Everyone's to have faith favorite. in you and the and the heart of it's the game, guys. No, you're making money off fans who you can say, hey, come play Dr. Disrespect's game. Don't you love Dr. Disrespect? Isn't Dr. Disrespect like your number one? Like, come pay me 50 bucks to play my buggy ass game. Well, you know what? That that is an awesome point. And it's kind of gross in that sense, because. All right. Let's let's say all these people pay this money. You know, they're fans. They They support. They believe. And there's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that. Well, but if if the worst case scenario happened, 
And, you know, this falls through before it ever even hits the ground. Because you think about it, like, think Kingdoms of Amalur. Think um, mm-hmm. who's the baseball player that had that the, the studio that made Kingdoms of Amalur, which game development is not cheap, right? This is why all this, this is why all this money is probably being gathered because they need a lot of money in order to make this game and support it. If it goes and flops, it's, that's, it circles back around to our, our whole, like, good faith. My no. question is, are uh, the guys that are donating money, are they guaranteed a finished copy when it releases without paying for it? Is it like a beta thing? Are the mm-hmm. testers being given, given a free copy of the game at release? Are they, yeah, are that, they considered, that, that would are make they it considered worth founders. That's like, that's like you like really having a passion for a game and investing in the beta. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I, that's just from the, like the, the reading that I did a little bit, you know, it was, uh, it was just really about the game itself. I mean, in what they describe as transparent development, Midnight Society is giving its first 10,000 uh, founders pass holders an unusual role in the game. The Long producer ver- uh, vertical, yeah, vertical <laughs> slice of the game focuses on one element or another for the founders to play, and they will create specific tasks and iteration goals coming out of these sessions in order to steer development. So it's it's QA testing, really, and and, 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 and that, that comes from just so I can quote it real quick, it from, uh, comes from Paul Tassie um, on Forbes, and and I'll be honest, that is gross. To me, that is gross. QA testing is normally a paid job to do for a company they're outsourcing their q a testing and making people have the opportunity to do it well, so I mean, instead of paying people to do their bug testing they're like how about you pay us so you can bug test for us thanks it's almost, it's almost worse than what we talked about with last episode i think with the day before where they were doing asking people to do it for free mm-hmm. right now they're asking people to pay to do it for them like <laughs> might be a good game and all and I will put my own doubts aside. It might be a good game. And if it is awesome, that is still gross. That is a money hungry. That is cheapskate. And that is cutting corners where they shouldn't. Because Q&A think it, is not something every average Joe can do. Q&A is something you have to know what you're doing. I, I don't like, I think they, I think we should see the other side of what the benefits are before we go in like, at that point, it's no different than buying the beta. Kind of, kind of. Yeah, and, that, and that's uh, what, that's what I'd want to know. Or you know, do these founders are these founders early investors that also they you know I, I would think of it this way maybe as kind of like being in a club, you know, and and you know you're tossing your fifty bucks out there to be included in within the development of a game where normally you're on the outside. So if we if we look at it from the flip side it might not necessarily be so money hungry if we look at it in a positive light. Now you could be absolutely correct there. And I think it could be literally like, ha let's take the 50 bucks and these people are going to do the work for us. Right. Yeah. But like as, as someone who actually I'm, I'm like, I would be kind of interested in seeing the process of a video game and making even my mark and my feedback possibly make a game that I could enjoy. Um, so is that necessarily a bad thing? Uh, no, but like the, that's where like paying to get in, it's like you pay to go into a concert. I get it. You know, you don't usually pay to do work for someone else. 
Yeah, but you're not paying to go to a concert to listen to their demo reel. You're going to listen to them play their album. Yeah, yeah. And I okay. and, and like that's that's where it's kind of like, okay, so what's what's the rest of the package of yeah, this 50 yeah, bucks, you know, to okay. be a founder? In NFT, Let's, apparently. Okay, but also maybe that's it. maybe that's good enough for some people. Maybe the NFT will be thing. Okay, think about it this way. Like what if Pokemon asked you to QA test the game? For they free. probably pay me to do it. But listen, but <laughs> if they ask you to do it for free, but your name got put in the credits. I would do it. Heck yeah. But I'm not paying to do it. I'm not giving That's them 60 price. bucks to do it. That's your price. <coughs> <laughs> you just made Aaron die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, folks. I should have hit my cough button for that. But yeah. no, and I just and I just want to reiterate with Yeah, I see your point, and it's it's cool sure but when has design by committee ever made a good product whether it be movies or games so why would you want hundreds of people's input who know next to nothing about game design and they just haha it's cool right well i mean at the end of the day game at the end of the day i mean it's going to be ones and zeros you know it's going to be ones and zeros. You're everyone can give you all the feedback in the world they want. It's only steering it. And at the end of the day, they still make the choices that they're going to make. And they've got your 50 bucks or whatever it is. And you get your name put in the end of the game. That, if some of those right. features don't make it like what, you know, like what's it matter at that point? Right. And, but that's the thing. It probably won't matter in the end. They're going to do what they want in their game. They're going to take the game the direction they want to anyway, regardless of feedback, unless it's like, hey, 95% of players report this issue. This should be changed. Right. But then it comes down to it, if that's the case, why do you need that input anyway? Like just for the money grab, just for early fundraising to keep the money coming in? Like, well, I mean, what what's really the point here? What I mean, are you I get really your, doing? I get your side of it. Like you got to look at like games that have started like funding accounts, like the Ouya. Remember the Ouya? Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Now you can Ooh-yah. find those at Goodwill for five bucks. Yeah. But there's that. But also like, I think Doc holds too high of a standard for himself to let whatever comes out be shitty. And I don't, I don't know him as a creator enough to have a valid opinion there. I am yeah, just looking I, at it from the aspect of how this looks in the market is poor. Right, right. I definitely get that too because I've only, I've only caught a little bit of his content over the years. I've kind of stayed away from it. I caught a little bit of like I know he collaborates a lot with Tim the Tatman at this point in time, and you know I, I've caught a little bit of Tim the Tatman uh, myself. So it's. It is difficult to lay a judgment on it because I don't know him. You know, I don't know. It's not one man doing this. Sure, it's, you know, he's kind of a driving force behind it and he's a name and a face behind it. But there's a lot of folks that are a part of this. And it's also, is there another situation you can think of where this has been done in this way? I mean, it hasn't done well. Not really. I mean, unless you want to compare it, like Harry said earlier, to pre-ordering a game to get in beta access, but I feel like that's different than Q 
Q&A access. Right, right. But I mean, like, does this does this then set a different precedent, like for development and and like consumer satisfaction and all kinds of different things, you know, for 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 the future? Do you think it's a bad snowball effect that as a trend can mess things up in the future for development? Or do you think this is a good thing to have? You know, say, for instance, the three of us were involved in the development of a game as just people who consume games. Right. But we can actually have an impact barring paying for it, you know, paying Honestly, for access to that. I think what way it goes depends on the on the market. And that's that's the scary thing. This could be really bad president if it goes away of other companies saying, look how much money they saved on their Q&A. Look at what we yeah. can do. We could totally right. kill our Q&A market for Call of Duty and just premium fans can do it for us and pay us right. for that opportunity. So that you just there is- cut all those jobs out of the market mm. for the fans to have a good experience, which skeezy as heck there. Or I don't think- it could go the good way, but money rules, money talks. Which way do you think it would go when you're talking about multi-million dollar corporations? not going to be the way for the fans. I think if Activision or any other AAA developer tried to pull that shit out of their hat, then they'd probably be shunned. It's different if it's a new company, a startup company doing their first game. I know you're, I'm trying to be like the, the on side of this. I do see where you're coming from, where it could be a problem for future, the future of gaming. But I think it will only be indie developers trying to do this. I don't think it'll be AAA titles. Well, I, I think I see what you're saying, too. And and, and I, I'm trying to stay neutral on this, too, because we, we don't know which direction this would go. And I and I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to be necessarily on the wrong side of history in terms of, like, you know, how would this go? Like, I'd want to support someone who has, you know, in this case, created a business model for himself just based off of doing the things that he loves, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, And so there's a passion that comes out of that that I can respect. And then there is trying something new that obviously people are into. They are on board and they wouldn't otherwise have done this, you know, if they didn't believe in it as well, right? Or want to take part in it and be in it. So you have to look at it that way in that respect as well. You got to think about it this way. There are people yeah. that join his streams and literally donate sub like hundreds of subs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's fair, but I don't that's know. Just I'm giving just... him free money at that point. Like, I mean, if you have an opportunity to work with someone that you love, I yeah. pay for it. I mean, I can see it from that standpoint, and I will I will back down on that. I'm just saying it's it doesn't leave a good taste in my mouth personally. Oh, I, I have doesn't no really hate for Doctor Disrespect. I have no like anything against him at all as a creator or what he's trying to do here. I just think if he wanted to do this in truly good faith, why not do giveaways to be in the Q and A to his subs on his Twitch? Why make yeah, people pay I mean, fifty bucks to do it? People already pay him, or just do it, and they're going to buy his game. If he were to I'm give sure away people- access instead of making people pay to do it, I'd have a better taste in my mouth. But no, he's making money off his fans. Yeah. In yeah. another way. And that's what sets wrong with me. But also, if the game takes off in the NFT, they get out of it. 
starts NFT markets crashed worse than crypto, but okay. <laughs> could, re- could recover. But, but I, th- I think Harry brings up a good point there too. And I think this is kind of, this is kind of where I stand on it myself too. And, and, and I kind of agree with it is like if Activision did this, you're having a whole different conversation, mm-hmm. you know, like, listen, like doc is no slouch clearly, you know, anything no. like that. But, but he, what he does have on his side there is like the goodwill of the public, the goodwill of the people in that sense. Right. Mm-hmm. It is a slippery slope. Once companies see, Oh, that was a success. Let's try that now. <laughs> right. Like, and then hey, it becomes, it, then it becomes an evil empire type of situation, you know, where uh, maybe it gets, you know, abused a bit. Right. Like, Hey Larry, would you pay a hundred bucks to pre-order the collector's edition of fallout five and get Q and a access? Like, uh, right, right. Like, listen, if you're going to, if, if that Q and a, like if I'm paying for the game already and you, I'm guaranteed, you know, like this, whatever, legendary collection, whatever it is, but I also get access to the game earlier. If I'm interested in that, like, sure. Why not? Right. Like if, even if I'm giving feedback, you know what? Like if I care about what it is enough, then I do want to provide my own feedback to it. I do want to experience it ahead of time. I do want to, like, I've done testing for things before, like apps, Mm -hmm. um, didn't have to pay for it. Of course I got paid. Right. And, but if I'm paying for a product, but I can also help refine that product without totally burning myself out, I think I'm good for it. I think I'd be okay. Right. And I see the aspect of that being cool and being something that I would do too, given the right franchise. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, just something about it doesn't sit right. Like beta testing feels different. There's a mistrust there. There's a mistrust. Like is your, is your, is your goodwill, of, of joining in on that is that being abused. And I, I think you raise a good question. Right. Especially when you can search like indeed right now to be a Q and a tester for game companies, they're paying like 50 to 60 an hour. Yeah. So hey, yeah, there's, there are positive and negatives on both sides of this. Of course. Mm-hmm. It, it just depends on how it's actually plays out. Yeah. yeah. And it's an interesting conversation to have, you know, just to think about it. Like, so, you know, they sat in a room and they decided, hey, this is something we want to be able to offer. This is something I think people would be interested in. And clearly they are. And, at you know, at the end of the day, it's either going to be a rousing success or it's going to be like a, hey, let's not do that again. Right. Right. And yeah, it, it just depends. It's it's going to be a real test of the market and it's going to be really interesting to see what people feel about it after all is said and done and not the initial reaction that we're getting now. I don't think it's going to be bad because doc, because doc worked for call of duty for ever. Okay. Like he has previous history in this. I don't think it's, he's going to let it be bad. Time will tell. Then again, (laughs) and again, he is just sent me into the, like the rabbit hole of my brain because you know, like, that's the thing about expectations, you know, you, you I could be have, wrong. Anybody remember right. a game called Anthem? Like we are the fires. Yeah. I mean, it happens. Aliens, colonial Marines. Fallout 76. <laughs> hey, right. Hey, hey, it's colonial gotten Mar- better, but it launched trash. Colonial Marines and 76 have gotten better. I've played both of them. I will, I will play them again. 
Colonial Marines never saw anything past its release because hey. that game got buried. Now, it's a game that no one <laughs> expected to be good, but Duke Nukem Forever came out and was bad, as everyone expected. <laughs> I like Colonial Marines. I think it was just the, I think it was just the people, like the consumers that were like disappointed, but I liked it. I mean, you look, like stack that up against Fireteam and Fireteam is much better. Like the new the newer alien game that came out, I that oh, yeah. game was fantastic. Right. By and are, are you honestly saying that Colonial Mean Marines was a good game or that it was good going in with that low of expectations? Cuz this game was, was hyped for a long time and it just crapped all over the place. But then again, it is a big like like not developer. It's a big product to put out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, not not only that, but like again, full circle. We're talking about Goodwill. Gearbox is the one that put that out, and they hyped mm-hmm. it up like crazy. They had all this Goodwill working off of uh, Borderlands One, Borderlands Two, you know, and like even me, like I went into that game, like yes, I love Alien, and and wow. <laughs> I was tricked. I was duped. I was duped right. out of 50 bucks. <laughs> and at this point, I mean, Gearbox has a real mixed rep. So It does. It does. There, We go through certain bouts of uh, hot topics in uh, social media, not social media, um, dated like gaming and media and everything. There's going to be some good ones. Like Isolation was a, a great game. But yeah, that gave me that gave me stress headaches, but I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But you're talking when it comes to yes, it's an alien game, but that's a totally that's a survival horror game. <laughs> like, right. Yeah, but shooter. you also got to look at like different takes on different games. Like Star Wars games would be one of them. Like some Star Wars games sucks, but it's like Lego Star Wars. Clap on that one. Great game. Right, right. And it it really does depend, but like. I don't know. It's difficult. And I feel like aliens being a action game is in bad taste in general at this point. Cause what makes alien good is even in the name, the isolation, the unknown. You give, you give five different artists a, a, the same picture to paint in their own styles. Some of them are going to be crap, you know, here and there. Yeah, for sure. I agree with that. What did they say about beauty and the, being in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly. I didn't sure so. dislike it. I'm sure there's someone opinions, out there. Uh, who, opinions are like buttholes. It's a very grindy game. I, I didn't hate it because of that. Right. Yo, but, so we're, t- we're, we're talking about cash grabs. I got to bring it up. I got to bring it up. So all right. we already know about that remake of The Last of Us. Mm. what's what's your what's your thoughts here i love the last of us i do you know, too i think I, I think we talked about it before i quite literally fixed a playstation 3 to then buy a copy of the last of us beat the game sell the playstation give the copy to my brother <laughs> never touch a playstation again that's dedication but, like i like that game very much so and seeing some it. screenshots like i feel good about it but I, do you think do you think that this is um, a good enough effort based on what I we've do. seen? I honestly do. Based on oh, what yeah. I've warrants, seen, based on what I've heard. And it warrants a $70 price point? Oh, yeah. I'll buy it. Oh, yeah. I think it does. Because I think what 
Last of Us suffers from is that it's had several re-releases and remasters and all that. Yeah. And people are like, well, why would they remake a game? It's not even that old. It's a decade old. It came out in 2013. It's not a recent game. Right. And yes, I think the original Fallout with its original textures would probably look pretty, pretty bad on a 4K TV. Like looks bad on a 1080 i tried to play it the fallout one on 1080 so yeah i tried to jump back into fallout 3 and that just didn't mm, and i think when it comes to last of us it's honestly just a weird time thing that people don't realize how old that game is like right right i i think it sticks in your memory because i think that that game was ridiculous when it came out as far as like and i'll say it all the time like uh games can't look any better and they go ahead and they they, they do this, right? They, okay. they can enhance it and make everything look better no matter what, right? Okay, let me put this out here. That game's 10 years old, right? <laughs> right. In that 10 years, how many reboots of Spider-Man have we had? <laughs> it's It's been a bit. You're going to call out a game, but you're not going to call out uh, a company for doing different reboots? Maybe the right. new reboot's your thing. Maybe th- Maybe that's what gets someone into it. Exactly. Right, like, exactly. Exactly. You're talking. You're talking. Ten years. It's the statute of limitations on a remake at this point, I think, are over. It and you know, I put the topic out there, but my opinion is not that it's a cash grab. No, um, it's. I don't it think people, it is. Either. It affords people the opportunity. It affords people the opportunity to get the experience that I think. If this was another game, maybe we have a different feeling. Mm. It's. I think it comes down to different strokes for different folks. And yeah, I, but I think as a, as a, as a group, the three of us, I think are unanimous on this being like, Hey, thumbs up. This is, this is not a bad thing. No, I do. do will I pay $70 for it? No, no, I will not. I will wait till it's on sale. I'll wait till it's a PlayStation plus game. I till it's added to the collection, whatever. Because I already have the remaster, I already have the original. I, I've beaten it. Would it be nice to re-experience it? Um, based on these screenshots of how much better it looks. Oh yeah, I'd be I'd be down to play through the game again. Just personally, for yeah. me, not at seventy dollars. Right, but, right. You could probably. All right, it's going to be seventy bucks now, but then two months from now they'll put it on sale. It'd be you fifty. Know, it'd be, be thirty-five to- by Christmas yeah. and whatever right right i'll pick right. it up it's, it's a it's an amazing yeah. game an oppressing oh, yeah. game but a, the, the first horribly man, the first depressing bits of that game. game yeah that first bits of that game got me got the me first good. bits the last bits oh yeah <laughs> the ending to that game bits. i remember that i remember the first bits more than i remember the you last don't remember bits, what but- joel did oh my Oh. No, I do. I do. I uh, do now. But you just you just brought it back there. It was like a PTSD, you know, like you you touch the thing and then you have a memory of it. And yeah. I just I actually love that game because you do have to debate. Did he do what was right? <laughs> like, <laughs> I think in that situation, surviving is the only thing that's right. Well, a lot of people didn't survive. <laughs> <laughs> well, <I> mean. <laughs> uh. Uh. Well, uh, I think like for what it's worth, I think we cover a bunch of great topics that I think we're going to have a ton of conversation over, I think, in the discord um, because we hit everything light and airy. 
we hit the deeper topics that I think is going to send us spiraling into depression. But it was fun though. It was a good discussion. It was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay, I mean, I'll be I, crying in the shower later. It's the only place I, I can I, cry. I say that with a smile on my face because you know, there's a you know, we we talk about light and airy stuff all the time, but to have that conversation, you know, and and more than likely find that folks are also experiencing that kind of stuff too and and having these same thoughts stuff like that Mm -hmm. you know it's it's good to air that out it's good to have that conversation and i'm glad that you know you guys are alongside you know me to have that conversation together with everybody who listens uh yeah if you agree you just you know you say yay from the back yay <laughs> that will do it for the show, guys. Uh, well, you, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Um, this has been episode 13 of the Gamer Sleep Podcast. Harry, where can we find you and what are you going to be up to? You can find me on YouTube, Twitch, Instagram, or uh, TikTok, the Tic Tac. You can find Tic-tac. me there. Uh, just search Harry Three Eyes and you will. Find a long-haired, bearded guy and just click on it, subscribe, like, follow, whatever you want to do. Unless you cut the hair. Still debating. Still debating. I got a barber, got a barber wreck. It's down, to my, it's down to my boobs, okay? I got to keep it. All right. So, uh, uh, Harry, I, just, I have a request before you cut the hair. Can you please get like a Jedi robe? Uh, <laughs> and then take a picture like Obi-Wan, and then I can give it to like... I can give it to someone's grandmother and say it's a picture of Jesus. <laughs> he died for your sins. <laughs> Aaron. Grandma, that's where can Where can we find you, Aaron? And what are you going to be up to? You can find me on the Twitter and on the Twitch at Pyro909. Twitter, I'm just doing the normal thing everyone does, you know, tweeting stupid shit. And on Twitch, I'm going to be playing through Kingdom Hearts for from now until the foreseeable future mondays wednesdays fridays 10 a.m eastern i just i'll be on i want to see i want to see you continuously try to beat that final level the boat i gotta beat the boat man <laughs> kingdom hearts fans will know what i mean <laughs> right right uh and of course i'm larry you can find me uh at larry underpants on twitch and twitter and instagram those are the three places i'm most active um streaming typically tuesday wednesday thursday nights join me have some fun uh join harry join uh aaron as you know we uh achieve our endeavors in video games and life thank you and we'll catch you on the next one bye everybody much love